Yo, sorry for the interruption, but we got a great present from the homie Joel, and we wanted to play it for you. So, thanks, Joel. Uh, let's hear it. To the first uh, 2022 Lights, Cameras, Blokes, or, or at least the first 2022 Lights, Cameras, Blokes we're recording. You know, who knows in what order things come out, but it's it's a new year, but it's the same blokes, except I think this year we're more Sigma than we've ever been, Sean. We're on our grind. Am I right? Yeah, especially because they just found the Sigma variant of COVID, and I got it. <laughs> Uh, are we doing improv or is that because I could believe that Sean I could believe there is oh. a sigma variant of coronavirus there is they found it but I don't have it I'm still pretty beta wait is there a real sigma Sean wait <laughs> <laughs> Sean wait You're... if my Instagram feed is correct no, which it could completely be wrong you've read <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me you saw some meme on Instagram and you believed in some sigma <laughs> Mary, I gotta look this up now. We're fact checking live. Sigma virus. Let's have a look. What will the coronavirus do next? Uh, no, I don't see anything here, Sean, about a Sigma variant. I'm glad we shut that down now. Uh, hey, no... it's only a matter of time. <laughs> no, come on. Like we can't be replacing. It's Omicron at the moment. We can't be replacing that already. We just got Omicron, right? That's true, but but I could see a world where we get, you know, through the, the Greek alphabet pretty quickly, mm-hmm. and when Sigma comes around, there's going to be people who are just wanting COVID. They're just like, oh, if there's anything that, like, could make me less beta and more Sigma, it's this COVID Sigma variant. Oh, man, and the people with the, the Sigma variant will argue with the people with the Alpha variant if that it comes mm-hmm. around. Wouldn't mm-hmm. the Alpha variant just be the first? Like, there was never a yeah. beta no, variant. I, we went right to Delta, didn't we? Like, yeah, I think there's got to be some some reason. Because they also, they also said they didn't want to have um, a variant because they skipped two variants before oh my God, Omicron. Do you hear us? Do you hear us right oh now? My Is this God. about movies? <sighs> no. This, we're talking about, what are we talking about? The coronavirus. No, yeah, Sean, no, not this no. year. This 2022, dog. We can't, we're just going to bleep all of that out. Just kidding. We'll keep that. That's good content. <laughs> it's but, good, uh, I, we've got to melt the content. Uh, expect good things for, for, for 2022 for, for just your personal lives, your, your career lives, your love lives, and then mainly from the blokes because uh, we're going to be serving up content all year for the next 10 years. We've got a 10-year contract, and then we mm-hmm. renegotiate. Uh, and but we got a decade before that happens, so just right, right. Lock yourself. We're stuck. In. We're stuck together. Send us movie recommendations because we ra- we run out pretty quick. Actually, I thought there were at like twenty movies, and I was so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, actually, the movie we were gonna discuss uh, today, uh, Sean vetoed like minutes before we started recording because it was so violent and miserable and disgusting. <laughs> that making jokes of it would be very hard. It's gonna, it would, it's a hard one to, to milk any sort of cheery conversation out of, uh, but we'll touch upon it of course. But Sean, what have you been up to? What's your 2022 like? What are your new year's resolutions? 
my New Year's resolution is uh, to get more Sigma. And that, that's not through uh, COVID. It's just yep. more more Sigma as a, as a man. So you know what I did? I went out. <clears throat> Hold on. Let me, let me grab. So... So do you remember a, a store called Barnes & Noble? Do you have that in England? We don't have it, but I know it well. Bookstore. Yeah. So they had a, a sale. Uh, look at these oh. shits. They, they had a hardcover sale. So okay. I went out. And in my 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 Sigma grind set, mm-hmm. I said, if these hardcovers are 50% off, that means I can get hardcover manga for uh, 50% off. So I went out, and this is my recommendation. Recommendations, recommendations, recommendations. If you want to become more Sigma, go pick up Saint Young Men. It's a. Let me just read you the back. Oh, uh, yeah, Jesus, the Son of God, Buddha, the Enlightened One, two of history's most important figures whose sagely deeds have been told and retold. They they are uh, roommates in Japan. It's it's a great great series, and it's it's making me more holy as an individual so highly recommend it i love that i just got a friend of mine onto a way of the house husband which you got me on a while ago uh, dude there you go it's way of the house husband but more wholesome if that makes sense okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's 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 a fun relaxing read it's a slice of life i love that i want to i want to check that one out uh i need to hit up barnes and nobles i need to get on a flight uh yep Get over to America, pick up some yep. books at uh, B&N, as I like to call them, keep it casual, uh, and actually at, at the B&N you can use the code SIGMABLOKE, and that's one word, no spaces, okay, uh, and they won't, uh, they'll just give you a strange look, they'll give you a strange look, but but they may go and Google what that meant, and then you're, you're sending fans, you're sending traffic to the podcast, so yeah, use I the code SIGMABLOKE. At your local uh, Barnes and Nobles B&N. Uh, love that, Sean. Love your your grabbing a deal. You know, you're always you're always. I'm always about the deals. You're always dog. grinding for that those deals. I respect it. Very nice, man. What What have you been up to, Ned? Oh, what I've been up to. I'm um I'm just I'm doing a little like life admin. I'm just kind of chilling at home a bit as well. I'm trying to watch a few things, enjoy a little time off. Uh, all good stuff. Uh, getting pretty into the NFT scene. Get, uh, I got uh, I got all your kind of classics. I got your apes. I got your elephants. I got your fucking kangaroos. You know what I'm saying? Ned, Ned, br- you know, bring me up to speed. Yeah. Is this, is this all just like to launder money? I, I mean, um, uh, Sean, can we stop recording for a second? Sean, yeah, yeah, yeah you've yeah. stopped. You've stopped. Have you? Yep. Dude, I fucking. Dude, I've stolen all these apes, man. I've just jacked all these fucking apes. And, like, I'm just out there on the internet six hours a day, seven hours a day. I'm just taking screenshots of apes, man. Like, I got, like, a fucking terabyte hard drive a folder of fucking apes, man. Like, these fucking monkeys. And I see them when I fucking close my eyes. But I'm sitting on this fucking gold mine, I figure. I figure, I figure I'm sitting on this fucking emeralds, this fucking cave of emeralds, okay? Because I just got more apes than I can shake a stick at. I'm going to sell these bad boys for 20, 30K on the black market. These are premium JPEGs, okay? These are high-quality JPEG images of apes. But we can't include any of that. So, like, 
Yeah, no, no. Let's yeah. start recording again. Okay. So yeah, NFTs <laughs> like getting pretty big into that scene. It's not a scam. Uh, it's not a grift. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, despite you know, do some research. Do your own research. Come to your own conclusions. Because uh, I think you'll find these are good deals. These are good deals. Uh, and if you want to buy some of my apes, you know, just shoot me a DM. I got apes. I got I got rabbits. I got kangaroos. I got uh, just various kind of illustrations. Uh, screen uh, not screenshots, but like you know, like screen uh, screen art. I guess you'd call it. Yeah. 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 Hit me up. Uh, not a scam. Not a scam. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, otherwise I'm good. Um, I feel like you had a real sort of recommendation. I'm going to throw one out now, uh, <laughs> to level out my NFT <laughs> rant. <laughs> I jumped on this streaming service called means TV. Cause I wanted to check out, uh, I'm a fan of the Instagram content of, uh, crackhead Barney. Uh, which is just this. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. This sounds all like bullshit. <laughs> no, I've done you my means bullshit with the thing. No, no, no. Means TV and Crackhead Barney. So crackhead, I'm a fan of the content of Crackhead Barney. You can see a lot of her stuff on uh, Instagram. Uh, it's just kind of go- her going out there. Uh, you know, it's Eric Andre harassing people, so, uh, you know, but it's, she's at kind of vaccine protests. She's kind of causing chaos. Ah, uh, yes. Kind of okay. Very fringe, freaky <sighs> stuff, you know. For uh, our fans at home, uh, Ned has sent me crackhead Barney content before. I, I have <laughs> forgotten that that was her name. Um <laughs> She's also she's also referred to as Methhead Barney. That's her, I think that's her personal account. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, anyway, fan of, fan of the content, uh, and I saw that uh, she kind of got picked up by Means TV, was a streaming service, which I uh, then started checking out. I'm on there. Uh, uh, it's it's nine ninety nine a month. I'm not a big streaming service guy really i like um i've, I've shouted out shutter before but means tv seems pretty cool it's a worker-owned streaming site they don't do ads they don't do sponsorships they you know it's all very sort of communist <laughs> uh all very kind of anti-capitalist and you know i'm all that's the vibe i'm bringing into 2022 and they got this crackhead barney thing they've got this uh short form nathan fielder series called david oh. i've been watching some of that that's great they got some cool documentaries on here they got a lot of independent creators it's 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 got a bit of a youtube vibe but uh, mm-hmm. i just re- i like i like the message i like the method means tv is uh my shout out for the for the for the app because we got to be out here season the streams of production oh means tv if you want to hit me up and uh and i don't know send me a t-shirt for that one but (laughs) yeah lights.cameras.blokes at uh instagram and lights.cameras.blokes at gmail.com uh means tv we would uh sell our souls to be on this thing so uh (laughs) i don't yeah they're not doing podcasts yet that's what they gotta be doing I don't think we'd get that uh, that Joe Rogan style Spotify payout, but you know we could feel good about disrupting the flow of industry. That's been chill the last few days, looking at some of that. But Sean, like, come on now, we're twelve minutes in. This is a movies podcast. What movies have we talked about yet? You know, let's None. let's give them a little let's give them a little teaser on what this this episode could have been. Uh, originally, we wanted to start off twenty twenty two with a bang. Uh, we wanted to talk to you about the world of Kanako because I started watching this film and 
the first like 15 minutes i was like yep this is going to be a winner you know <laughs> we've we've got we've got kind of the kill bill intro we've got this haggard detective dude who's been kicked off the force and he's going to try and discover this mystery where his his daughter is and um i texted i texted ned and i said ned this is my shit we're going to we're going to watch this we're going to talk about it then I proceeded to watch the whole film, and uh, that maybe that's that's my re- my, my recommendation to you <laughs> is uh, maybe you should watch films all the way through before you give a glowing <laughs> review. Um, yeah, it's good it, to it's good. Yeah, to the the movie. Um, if you want to check it out, it on on Hulu in America, it's it's free as of now. Twenty fourteen film, The World of Conical K A N A K O. It's gnarly. And if you're ready for gnarly and you're looking for some gnarly stuff, check it out. Uh, but I will warn you, multiple rape scenes. Um, I think there's uh, some gnarly torture scenes. Mm. Some really, I think we even delve into pedophilia. So, hey, if if you're looking to depress yourself, check out, check out this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> Um, it's a glowing recommendation from Sean C. So uh, here's 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 my thing, right? Yeah, yeah. What's your thing, Sean? My thing is, if you let me tread tread lightly. <laughs> yeah, go on, man. Um. So I guess I guess uh, the conversation I've had with with my wife about this movie is is one that did your your wife did. Did your the Culligan gamer wife did yes. was she uh, watching this film with you? She was, she was, and we both we both kind of were squeamish about it, mm. and and the squeamishness comes from obviously the, the like gnarly rape scenes. But I had a a thought that those scenes are, are are hard to watch, but then like when you get to the scenes of like the brutal torture and killing, mm. it's just like whatever, right? And I was wondering, have we become so desensitized that like these gnarly murder scenes aren't as as you know as as strong as they would have been if I haven't seen it? Because you don't see rape scenes in every movie, but you will see you know a murder scene, and you will see people just dying constantly in in Avengers movies. So uh, it it was just something that I thought about, and um, man. Thought this movie was going to be way tighter, but it's just a lot of rape. <laughs> Can we just get that clipped? <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> thought this movie was going to be tight, but oof, a lot of rape. Uh, yeah, I mean, everyone, uh, there's, there's a whole bag load of that premium uh, sexual assault in in this one. Uh, it's It's rough to kind of watch. And to be honest, I was just not too hot on the movie just in general. Outside of it being, like, extremely violent, it's also, in in my opinion, a little obnoxiously stylized, where, like, the, the, the kind of fast-paced editing style and the cuts from uh, current and past events and the cuts between different characters, yeah. like was just a little overbearing and kept me from really ever clicking with what was going on. Uh, and hey, maybe I'm just slow, but it, it's just one of those movies that's over 
done like everything it's just noisy like the music's always on there's this different track every five minutes like none of the music felt appropriate like the editing is all over the place the camera works all over the place everyone's fucking miserable to boot it reminded me of a boring beat Takeshi movie like it was like yeah yeah uh, yeah it's violent cop because like a beat Takeshi of what we have explored of his work Sean like very similar themes of violence assault just miserable unhappy characters but it's all done in a much more thoughtful and stylistically consistent way like yes i think of because you're right when it gets to like the murder in this film like you kind of roll your eyes whatever like i was thinking back to um violent cop specifically as like takeshi's first movie but there's a great scene in violent cop where uh like he's just running through the street uh he knocks a gun out of someone's hand who's tries to shoot him and some woman just gets shot in the head and it's like horrific because it's just real quick violence meaningless violence and it's it's horrifying and nothing as gruesome as everything in uh whatever this fucking movie's called <laughs> uh, the world of conical uh, yeah conical. um uh like as gruesome as it is i don't think it's ever like you know you you may be very upset by it i think it's upsetting stuff but i don't think it ever like takes you back and go you know you're not like well fuck they went there they're like oh they're just they're going there <laughs> you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. uh so yeah wasn't too into this one uh what's the rating let's just do a quick quick rating give it a four out of ten all right what about same you? yeah four yeah. out of ten yeah <laughs> um yeah 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 I, I check out like if if you want horrible characters and violence uh check out a, a beat Takeshi movie you know <laughs> specific specifically boiling point I would oh, say boiling point. but yeah. yeah we need to watch more that's yeah. what I was thinking about for half of this movie like, oh we need to watch some more beat Takeshi <laughs> but um yeah uh, boiling point definitely uh-huh. that, that was just the appetizer let's get to the main course cause mm, uh I'm hungry I'm 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 famished, Ned. I'm so I'm hungry. Famished. There was too much blood and uh, assault in my last, uh, my appetizer, and now I'm hungry for a main course. What have you cooked for me? Ned, I, I was I was hanging out on Letterboxd. You know, I, too many people, they just stay on TikTok. You know, they scroll TikTok. Mm-hmm. They scroll Instagram. I, you know, I spend like six, seven hours on Letterboxd, just just kind of scrolling through Dude, me credits. Too. I, it's right. the only good social media, in my opinion. Get, get on Letterboxd. The only good one. Just just read some reviews. Ugh. I I checked out Letterboxd, and I saw that you had watched a movie. Uh, and I said, you know what would be great? Let me watch this movie, too. So... <laughs> Yeah, but you saw I didn't like. You saw what I rated it. Like, <laughs> hey, more content for the show, baby. This, uh, okay. this, this movie we watched. Uh, Ned didn't know I watched. Is called Don't Look Up. It's a a uh, apocalyptic nightmare of a movie, and stars Leonardo DiCaprio and a a whole slew of additional people. Um, so many people. It's, so many. It's a ca- let's, uh, let, let me pull this cast up here because yes, you've got everyone. Yes. Uh, in this movie this movie is chocker blocked with all your favorite celebrities uh let's have a gander here we got leonardo dicaprio we got jennifer lawrence meryl streep kate blanchett uh we've got jonah hill we've got 
Uh, I mean, you've got so many people. You've got Tyler Perry. You've got Timothy Chalamet, Ron Perlman, Ariana Grande. Uh, who else we got? We got, I mean, loads of people just pop up. I mean, uh, the blokes. We the, were in there. We were in. <laughs> we show up for an extended sequence. It's about a 20 minute uh, scene. Uh, where just it's Sean and myself. Uh, I mean, I don't want to give it away, but we are on screen with Ariana Grande, uh, and it's it's us kind of playing a, a pretty intense game of Magic: The Gathering. And I said, I turned to Adam. I said, Are we going to use any of this? And he said, We're going to use all of this, okay? Because Netflix is paying me for a certain amount of film, and we haven't quite reached it yet. So we just needed twenty minutes. Uh, Ariana was free. None of the others were. She's surprisingly out. good at the game, and that was that was not acting. That was just that was just the film. Uh, the film crew just let it roll for twenty minutes, and she oh, yeah. beat her asses. It so. was. It, I mean, it was mainly improvised dialogue. Uh, it, it's aside from I remember he gave me the one line. He said it was really important. I delivered it right. It was, damn Ariana, you can play Magic the Gathering like no one's business, and <laughs> that was the one line. And I thought like, oh, that is going to be like played up, but no, she really like by the time I did, I think I forgot to deliver the line as a line. I was just delivering it naturally because she can't play. Uh, Anyway, uh, so everyone's in this movie, <laughs> um, and uh, it's, yeah, Netflix original, it's Adam McKay, you've seen Anchorman, but maybe more recently you've seen um, Vice, uh, you've seen The Big sh- Short, uh, I just <laughs> want to say Big Shot. You know, uh, and now uh, I think if you've seen The Big Short and you've seen Vice, I think that's the kind of streak Adam McKay's on uh, of like social satire, political satire. Uh, this one, there's a comet heading to Earth and uh, Leo and uh, Jennifer Lawrence, J-Law, find out it's coming and they uh, try to warn the government, but then the government doesn't really listen. Sean, what do you think? What did you think of Don't Look Up? Um, so I, I think it's... You know, I I thought the big short initially. I didn't know that Adam McKay directed this film, but you know the credits hit, and then you're like, oh, this is the big short. So I I knew it was Adam McKay after that. Um, kind of stylized in the same way. I yeah. I liked the big short because it kind of put the housing crisis in perspective for a lot of people, and I think mm-hmm. that in terms of like the value of of putting how massively america fucked up and ruined the world through uh really awful lending practices i think you need to be able to show that to somebody you know for like in 90 minutes to two hours and say like here's here's kind of what this is and i think the big short does a good job of that because it's really hard to parse business bullshit by just explaining here's the hard housing market is crash you got to mm-hmm. entertain him a little bit. And so I was hoping that like Don't Look Up was going to be uh, like a similar non-fiction-y uh, or sorry, a similar fiction take on climate change or uh, just impending doom. Mm. And it just like seems like just people running around screaming and like almost futile, j- just like give up. Like that was my, it was just a, you know, we're sh- the world's shitty. It's all shitty. The comet's coming. It's going to kill us. Um, and I know it's not supposed to be that, but uh, it just seemed like, well, what's the point? Uh, I know Leonardo DiCaprio and his his personal life is 
a, a big advocate for uh, trying to find a way to, to slow climate change. But yeah, this just almost seemed futile in, in a, a weirder sense, I guess. I thought it was very brave of Leonardo DiCaprio to um, really put all his acting chops into pretending he's attracted to women his own age, and I, I have heard that joke already. But, uh, but that you had to do, you had to go there. <laughs> I had to do it, Leo. You, you cradle snatcher, you. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I read this as like it's directly about climate change. I, you can read that, but like, it's more about the general. Uh, political divide and uh, weaponized misinformation and it's you know. COVID sprinkled in there. It's Trump. It's it's, it's all. Can you we know. even say that, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, <laughs> we can. We can. We can. This is what the movie is about. This it's the movie it's is about it, all that. Uh, what the Meryl Streep plays Trump. Like she plays like she's you the know, female Trump. Yeah, female uh, eccentric Republican lady. Although I don't know if they ever directly say she's a Republican, but no, she, she wears they, a red power suit everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you know. and then you have the like the weird Jonah Hill, yeah, who's like her uh, in, into son. his yeah, yeah the son who's into his mom like almost sexual, very explicitly sexually. So you, it's just yeah. I I tell you, the the thing there's just so many people here. There's so many people here, and Meryl Streep's always going to put in a good performance. I like Jonah Hill, Leonardo DiCaprio. This film made me realize something that I feel in my heart. I've always known, Sean. I want your take here. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio as a performer, and I'm I want the listeners. I want them to hear this not as an insult. It genuinely isn't. Uh, I mean this in all the good ways and all the bad ways you might hear, but Leonardo DiCaprio as an actor, indistinguishable to me from Nick Cage. Hmm. What do okay. you hear? What do you yeah. hear there? <laughs> yeah. Because the, his strength is in screaming things at people and that's always been leo's thing but this was the movie i'm like oh it's nick cage <laughs> like, that's true that's yeah, ex- yeah it's exactly the same wheelhouse of performance of like as long as you can shout something eccentric at people then you're pulling them in and that's that's always been leo's thing i mean i think yeah leo leo's Django, yeah, Django. He screams a lot. Yeah, Django, uh, Revenant, um, Wolf of Wall Street, Wolf of Wall Street, a big time Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, like, I really like him in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he's doing a lot of that. He mm-hmm. even like, there's even a sequence in this film that was like reminded me exactly of Once, like it was taken from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where he's having like a mental breakdown in a bathroom, mm-hmm. and it's shot exactly like the scene where he's having a mental breakdown in his trailer in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Anyway. <laughs> um, well, did you know that Leo's going to be in Pig 2? Oh my god, I hope they take Leo's pig, finally. A movie I can get behind. Well, that's the one where I'll rally behind him and say, that's genuinely a fucking brilliant performance from Leo. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, J-Law, I think there was like a period of time where she was in fucking everything that ever came out, and then it seemed like she took a break, and now she's she's back in things, and you know. it's That's the thing, it's all these actors who are like, yeah, they're really good. And then I'm shrugging because this yeah. is an audible <laughs> media, but I'm like, they're good. They're great, great actors. So, 
<laughs> now, where do we go from here? <laughs> you know, are these great performances? Are these great characters? I will say, the one that stuck out to me, mm. Timothy. Timothy Chalamet. Tim- <laughs> I gotta say, man, I liked his performance. I, I, I tell you what, Timmy T. He's in he's he's in danger right now of being over like he's in everything at the moment. He was in like yeah. three movies in the last month. He was in fucking uh The French Dispatch. He was in Dune, Dune. and then he did this. Like there's a danger of over timotying. Uh well that's why I think I liked it in this one. He he's in there for like 10 15 he's minutes. He's got a few, few He lines. is really he's always great though. He does yeah. show up and you're like I do like Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Timothy Chalamet a lot. Um Oh, I think I think Kate Blanchett's really good in this. I I really like Kate Blanchett. She's the news anchor lady who uh, uh, starts yeah. sleeping with. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just she's I don't see her enough. In th- that it's like most of these actors, I'm like I'm seeing too many of these people. But then you Kate Blanchett shows up, and I'm like I haven't seen enough of you, Kate. Good to see you in this one. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a huge R- Alan K fan. I like the also Rob Morgan's character. Uh, whenever he Rob Morgan, he plays like a doctor uh, or or somebody for NASA, right? And he uh, he he's very invested in this romance that Ariana Grande and and Kid Cudi uh, have. It, it's was that it's, Kid Cudi? That's Kid Cudi. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even recognize Kid Cudi. Uh, yeah, no, he's he's really good, and it's a shame because he's not in it as much as. I because like he's one of the is the, he's kind of part of the trio. It's him, J Law, yeah. and Leonardo DiCaprio, and he's the least there <laughs> for all of it. It's mainly uh, Leo, and then uh, I should know these characters' names, but I don't. I should. Kate, <laughs> her name's Kate in it. Leo's Randall. Yeah. Randall and Kate uh, are the are the main attraction. I see the Big Short. I liked the Big Short, and I liked Vice. Like, there's some great like there's a great performance in vice and like it's it's clever but it's like at the big short especially is like there were just times where i'm like this is a little this is a little patronizing anime like i can you can tell me about the housing crisis and i don't need margot robbie to be in a bathtub to tell (laughs) me about it to get my attention i'm not like i i'm not that's where we're at ned that's where we're at we have people that are just like myself mm-hmm. addicted to Instagram and can't go like two minutes without just like scrolling and oh my God, you, you know sound, the short short yeah. attention span. I'm a you know I'm a you young sound. millennial. I need I need somebody in a bath telling me about you know triple uh, A and and triple B mortgage ratings. Okay, this is what I think Adam McKay must be like mm-hmm. because <laughs> um, maybe I mean like okay, so I watched Don't Look Up with my mom. And she kept turning to me and she kept saying, this is exactly what it would be like if this happened. And I thought, that's who the audience is. It's my mom. <laughs> it's my mom with her, you know, with her no doubt respectable, but maybe less in touch than maybe she assumes her kind of take on the political spectrum of right now. It's like, yeah, okay, I can see how, it, yeah, this would look exactly like what would happen. And maybe it is. A lot of it is like, yeah, that's pretty true to life for right now. But like, but, but, (laughs) 
so so I haven't seen Vice. I've seen the 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 Big Short. Mm-hmm. My my problem with this movie is I don't really like the Big Short. You get the moral really quick. You're like, oh, this is gonna happen again, uh, and it's gonna happen again. Like the 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 housing market is gonna have a financial crash, and crazy shit is gonna happen again because we are not putting in place certain protections that that need to happen with with vice i'm sure it's just a story on dick cheney it's just dick cheney's it's yeah. like a portion of dick cheney's life and really that film's about um christian bale's kind of performances as dick and i guess the 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 moral of don't look up is like the political division is is going to hurt us in the end or you know we're not the political division on everything not just not just climate change but you know yeah. vaccine well, we're being lied whatever to by like our officials kind of yeah. thing and i think like i think i agree that's the frustration is that i, I don't dislike this movie because i disagree with its message i think like i ultimately come down on agreement i think i'd agree with what a lot of adam mckay is kind of putting into these films i'm just like it just becomes less interesting when it's so overt, but I guess maybe he thinks it has to be this overt. I don't know. Maybe it does. I don't know, Sean. My my hope would just be that when you come to the table with a problem, you have a little bit of like a, here's a slight solution at least. Maybe 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 there is no solution to how ridiculous it's it's become, and that's probably the, the commentary he's saying, but yeah. I just, it's just strikes me as a movie where more people are going to watch it and they'll say, yeah, that's exactly what would happen. That's exactly where we're at. Uh, or they're going to watch it and they're going to just kind of go, well, fuck this and, and turn it off. And yeah. I don't think like, it's just kind of, the, you know, it'll confirm whatever you think the issue oh, yes. with yeah. your respective country is, it'll confirm that for you. I don't know if Netflix could make or produce, I'm sorry, Netflix could not produce a movie or any huge studio today could produce a movie that felt genuinely like a, a a dangerous or provocative or insightful commentary on like the issues of contemporary society. Cause it's Netflix. I'm sorry. This is like where my mind was going when you were saying it. Cause sorry. like I think of other, like it was the Joker. You remember when the Joker was the big movie about society. And then I went and saw it and I'm like, what is this? really like what's the message like what's you know (laughs) what you know we're not we don't take our we don't take mental illness seriously you know we're we don't we push these people to the fringe and but it's not like it's it it's the kind of moral stance that could make back you know hundreds of millions of dollars at a box office so it's never going to be an interesting one to me Mm um yeah (laughs) I, I, I wasn't supremely down on this movie. It's just kind of like, whatever, man, whatever. I, I like the, the I, did, I did like how it ended. I did think like they stuck to their guns and yeah. Uh, yeah. and they played it out the way it had to play out. And there was no like moral, you know, no one got their comeuppance. No, like they wanted it to be a true to life. Like here's what these people would be doing. And I think they stuck that out to the end, you know. It didn't. It wasn't what should have happened to those characters. It what would it would have happened to those characters? And I respected that at least. So, yep. Uh, make another Anchorman, Adam. <laughs> no, don't. I don't. I don't want that either. Step Brothers <laughs> Two. Do Step Brothers Two. Do the other guys uh, too. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. 
So, Ned, would you recommend this movie? Uh, probably not. <laughs> I'm going to give it a meh. Uh, if yeah. you, if you, uh, hey, actually, no, I'll recommend just going and checking out Timothy because he does a great like skater punk uh, uh, impersonation. It's go it's, just look up Timothy Chalamet rap on YouTube, and he's got a couple of real great tracks that you've shown. Have you listened to the Timothy's? Yes. Oh yes. Rap. I'm a big got, fan. You look up st- Timmy T statistics. Ooh, that dude's got some bars. Uh, so uh, now that's a commentary on society. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna give this score uh, out for Don't Look Up. I'm going. I'm going six. Strong six. Strong six. I'll give it a five. Are you a five? It's right. good. It's fun. It's fun. Not it's bad. fun. You got some fun performances. It's just a little long as well. So. Uh, yeah isn't it like three hours long it's like three hours long but you've got all those characters ariana grande does 20 minutes with us playing magic you know like there's padding in there uh <laughs> anyway i guess we haven't talked about anything we really liked and i've just been kind of a grumpy man in this episode which is come on is this how we start our 2022 G- give them give them one thing ned give give our fans one thing that you have enjoyed in 2022 I don't think we'll ever do an episode on it, but I saw The Matrix the other day, um, and I uh, think it's got a lot of problems, and I really loved it, though. I really loved The New Matrix. It's 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 weird and wacky and will test your patience, <laughs> but uh, I really enjoyed it for what it was. But you've got to be, like, invested. You, you can't just enjoy it as a film. You need to be very invested in the Matrix lore and trilogy, you know. Uh, so that's where it'll lose people, but I liked it a lot. Nice. Well, uh, I have the attention of a squirrel, so I haven't really been watching too many movies, but I will give you something I've enjoyed. Francis Bourgeoisie, I think it is. What is it? Francis? Oh, my God. We were going to talk about Francis Bourgeois, I think. Bourgeois, yeah. His name is. Yeah. Uh, he's on Instagram and TikTok, uh, but I follow him on Instagram because I boycott tiktok for some reason uh is he on means tv is he a communist he he will he will eventually make it i i have a feeling (laughs) but uh you know he's he's great he's out there looking at trains he's train spotting he's train spotting yeah Mm, yeah very nice yeah that's wholesome content right great content sean uh let's play us out a meteorite is heading to earth it's going to crash into us all in a uh, you've got 24 hours what do you do with those hours I'm hanging out with Francis. We're gonna go train spotting. Uh, I'm, you know, B- Vienna. My wife is coming <laughs> with us. <laughs> Lucky. Vienna. I I saw the look on your face. You're like, wow. You're you're <laughs> leaving your wife on the last twenty four hours. No, we're all gonna go check out some trains with Francis, man. Mm. It's a good time. He's a wholesome That's dude. That's good. What about you, Ned? I would uh, give my good friend Leonardo DiCaprio a call and I'd ask him what he was up to and then maybe we'd hang out, you know. We'd all just hang out. Maybe meet up with Ariana, play a game of magic, you know. You know what? I think uh, I think we need to start a Twitch and and the Twitch is you and me playing magic until we get uh, Ariana Grande <laughs> to, to play magic with us. Do you, th- do you think we can ever get to... Do you think that's the goal for 2022 is we get to enough... Uh, we we reach critical mass so much so that Ariana Grande knows we exist, and that we want to play a game of magic. And with that her? we want to play a game of magic with her. You, we th- you think we could do that? I think it's very doable. I love it. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Happy 2022, everyone. Stay blessed. Uh, by my by, my apes. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>